Well, hi everybody, Steve Tartar, another edition of Tartar Sauce, and uh, delighted to have LaDonna and Charles Bobbitt with me as our guests. We took a, we'll take a little look to talk about uh, Peoria history. Uh, you guys have done a little bit on that. Uh, Peoria Postcards, when did that come out? The 90s, wasn't it? The 90s. Yeah, great book of Peoria Postcards. Just what a surprise that that would be in there. How long did it take you to collect all that? Several years. Several ten years. years. Ten. When we first got to town, we didn't know the history. Right. The fastest way to know the history was through the postcards. Right. And then we, uh, that book was so successful, a second one came out. Uh-huh. That was so successful, did not play in Peoria. And there's one beyond that. Dr. Wall did one called Legendary Locals. Okay. Great yeah. book. Uh-huh. And, of course, talking about the people that came from this area, uh, not, not always the folks that you think about, too. I mean, he, he got into some other people that, mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe sometimes we forget or they're not on the top of the list of uh, Pryor and Friedan and so forth. Um, I, I, I thought about Charles because the other night, um, the Journal Star, my former employer, uh, had a, a program at the, the Peoria Riverfront Museum about Mel's kind of on, on the line of, of what you were talking about, sort of Peoria history. Um, Chris Kiergaard talked about Caterpillar or the track-type engine. Phil Luciano talked about the mass production of penicillin at the Ag Lab. And I got stuck with, I say stuck with, uh, <laughs> because it's a vast topic, the distilling industry of Peoria, which, of course, uh, ended, well, didn't end with Prohibition. Charles has reminded me, came back with uh, Hiram Walker after Prohibition. But anyway, long story short... I mentioned Joseph Greenhut, who was the really kind of the, the top whiskey baron. I think we could agree on that. Um, his is a long story. And was really responsible, I guess, for forming the Whiskey Trust, which is, you know, uh, an attempt to organize whiskey just like they organize gasoline. And we went through that. Well, these folks own the Greenhut Mansion, which yes, is no is. small house. It's now apartments. And how long have you had the Green Hut Mansion? 25 years. 25 years. Um, that's, that's an amazing building because you've got a, uh, what, what, I want to say the horse barn, what do you call it? The uh, stable house. Yeah, exactly. Coach house. Coach house. Coach house. That's a much better name. Cow horse barn does not make it. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but so how many apartments are in there? Ten. Ten apartments and then? Five. So you've got 15 apartments where one family used to live. Give you some idea. Um, of, of the, the Green Hut uh, expanse. But anyway, without getting into all the, because we don't have time to, to even do one, one of these whiskey barons, but we can touch or jump around. Um, but Charles raised a point in the question period. He said, hey, what about Joseph Green Hut's watch? And of course the panel, well, myself, uh, we stumped. We don't know anything about his watch. Tell us about Joseph Green Hut's watch. Mrs. Bradley and Greenhut together brought the watch repair place to Peoria's campus for the Bradley University. Peoria Watch Company. He, got, he was given the first watch, which was solid gold, I guess as a complimentary thank you, and he <laughs> kept it all his life. It floated around after his death, and all of a sudden it's back on the Bradley campus, where it came from. And it's, um, and I think it must be bulletproof glass around it and lights around it. And, <laughs> And it's in Westlake Hall in the basement. That's a private university. Those are private buildings. It could be guest only. You know, I don't think you walk in off the street and see the watch. Okay. I was invited to see it 
and uh, I asked for it back, and <laughs> I didn't know it's no different from me going to city. I went to city hall, and I asked for that statue back. That belongs <laughs> in that building, and they told me the it's same thing. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I came right out of that building. The right, there. sitting right there in the courthouse. And you walk in. Oh, okay. It belongs back in that building. Oh, that I see. in our entry to the ballroom. Oh, okay. Oh, in wow. in the Green Hunt Mansion. Oh, my goodness. Watch this magnificent. We'll never get it, but. What was that called? Love No. This has got an interesting got title. A name on it. I was yeah. so angry for not getting it back, I forgot the name. <laughs> <laughs> well, think of that the next time you go to City Hall. Uh, that statute's on the ground floor came from the Green Hut Mansion. Just all that mm -hmm. largesse of that, that era is reflected it, in all those I things. I mean, it would have been so great to still have it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and but, well, I guess more people will see it this way, but I guess mm -hmm. that's, that's no, no real hey, consolation. Hey, finger off of it, they told me. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't want to give you the finger, Charles. Okay. Finger. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they did. I don't know. Uh, but you, you, you both have done so much to uh, help us understand the past in, in Peoria, because I think one of the premises of the, and John Morris, the uh, director of the Riverfront Museum, uh, who's no, no stranger to speaking in public, uh, he, he, he made the point that, uh, you know, Peoria has a, a very distinctive past for a city, it's, I don't know, it's always qualified by for a city its size. Mm -hmm. would, you, would you think that's even necessary for a city any size? I said, I proclaimed that Peoria is the most well-known city in the world of this size. Name me another city of this size as well-known as this city. It's just not there. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but now I have to give up my membership, my citizenship for one day. Okay. December 3rd, I go back to my hometown of Memphis right. to see my Memphis Tigers play the Bradley Blaze. Oh, wow. Now, when I do that, <laughs> a half a game, I'll be wearing my Bradley T-shirt. I'll take that off and I'll crawl across and I'll <laughs> put my Memphis Tigers on. <laughs> so I won't be on the losing team. There you go. That's the way to do that. You know, this is a born politician right here. They'll, they'll, they maybe stop you mid-court and say, okay, make up your mind here. Uh, well, you mentioned Memphis, and uh, you know, I think my favorite player nowadays um, is Derrick Rose, Ooh. who, of course, came from there and uh, didn't spend a lot of time there, but then again went to the NBA and the Bulls and now is on Detroit. So uh, interesting to watch all these things. Um, the, the, the business of Peoria's history... Uh, you you were telling me on the phone, Charles. Um, there's there's awareness of it, and I think we we, we tend to recognize the statues now of Richard Pryor and some other things. Uh, Betty can... Betty Friedan has a bench. Um, you know that we know some of these things, but you're you're a little concerned with maybe the future, uh, re the recollect the 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 passion. I think you mentioned new historians. Mm -hmm. Do they have the same? understanding they have the records they got the, and hopefully we'll develop new historians because the who was the um the gentleman that was um oh, the um the gentleman that did the newspaper article for the magazine um is that me or you yeah yeah that one that um the outside norm world kelly, is norm kelly oh yeah uh, norm fine gentleman does great work uh but he's above 72. oh yeah so we're hoping that the next person that comes along will understand that on the Bradley campus are special collections, a fabulous history of Peoria, all the clippings. The Journal Star is no longer clipped by the public library, mm -hmm. but Bradley continues to clip the articles which we historians live on. Mm -hmm. Because when a building disappears, the Journal Star would mention it, just a small article, it's cut out, and 50 years from now, it's 
moving. When was that building destroyed? Mm -hmm. And because these iconic things, you mentioned the statues. You need to go up to Moss Avenue and see that statue. You, and uh, they'll be talking about that one for the next hundred years. Where the school is. Oh, yes, the, the new one. The yes. new one. Right, right. And that's a good point. Uh, history has a way of... Well, I thought the point was made, uh, at the, again, not to refer everything back to the museum, but uh, the, the newspaper or the media, because TV can cover it too, so can radio, um, what's news today is history tomorrow. You know, it's, 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 you know, you're talking about front page news that now you're looking at 10 years later is... Oh, when was that uh, person killed? Or when, when did the, the you know, person exactly. born? Whatever that is. Um, I, know, I know at the library they've told me they're digitizing the, the Journal Star from all the way. I think when that gets done, that will be an improvement over the microfilm. Because when you've got it digitized, now you can uh, get at it from your computer wherever you are. I, I don't know where that project's at. We'll have to get somebody on from the library and, and find out. But uh, that's a big project, and, and it'll be a, a worthwhile thing for historians uh, when, when that's completed. But the, uh, what, what do you think is being left out right now in the discourse about Peoria history? Because you, you told me just, well, just before we started here, uh, there's a story with Hiram Walker coming back. That, that's the great distillery that occupies where ADM is now. Um, and they occupied it from a 33 to about 81 uh, 50 years or so, uh, and they brought a lot, lot to this community. Well, you, Congressman Hull, he's been almost forgotten. Mm -hmm. and nine, he was elected 1922 to 1932. Now, in his entire career, he had scrapbooks, clippings out of newspapers, the Journal Star, anywhere that he served. Hmm. Those scrapbooks are now in the possession of the... Um, Public, uh, the uh, Bradley University Special Collections. Oh, good. And it talked about how he lured Hiram Walker to Peoria mm -hmm. and um, built it, became the world's largest distillery, lots of jobs in the middle of the Depression. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just, and to this day, that building sits down there. And I think people drive by have no idea that that was the largest distillery in the world. No idea. They drive by the Ag Lab, not knowing that not only was penicillin, but there was a chemist there by the name of Arlene Jeans, and she came up with Dexatron, which makes the blood clot faster. Hmm. Forgotten. Mm -hmm. That Ag Lab should have a historical marker in front of it. Mm -hmm. The um, higher marker should have a historical marker. I mean, it's all over the city. I would like to see how the city originally started, and a marker, this is the city limits in 1899. This is city limits, and we did that in Memphis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Each time a city moved, they put the, um, this is city limits at this time, city limits you mean you'd time. have an actual marker on the street? Just a little, yeah. well, just on a, on a telephone pole. Mm -hmm. City limits in 1910. Yeah, just Great to give stuff. people an idea. Yeah. Tourism, tourism, promote tourism. You're sitting on top of a man who made 80 movies, Richard Pryor, mm -hmm. and I, I just, I just think we should. He was real short. If you look at that really? model down there, mm -hmm. they got of him. And that's an actual size. That was yeah. his actual size. Uh -huh. He was short. Uh -huh. And I just don't think we. We did get the Lincoln statue. Right. We got Richard Pryor's. We got Mrs. Bradley's statue, which was well deserved. And we, but there's, you could fill that 
that courthouse down there with statues of famous Peorians. Mm -hmm. Maybe not the ones that shook the world, but people who did great things that have been forgotten, like Congressman Hull. Mm -hmm. um, you, you, I, you just, it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. For instance, this very building we're standing on, it's got a cut inside of back there. That cut was not an accident. The city started out, the streets were parallel with the river. Then they had a developer come in here and make them north-south lines. <laughs> and this is part of the north-south line right there. Oh. That's where this building shaped like that. So this, this was the turning point. Right. Yeah. Not only that, the Letourneau houses, that's been forgotten. Mm -hmm. The other day I was on McClure, and I had to exit a different way and because of the traffic. And there it was, another Letourneau house sitting there waiting to be discovered. Mm-hmm. And uh, thought, well, now there's one out of that uh, Wheels of Time, right? They're metal. They're not wood. They're metal. Yeah. Did a beautiful job restoring them. But they're all over the town. Yeah. Maybe someone needs to stop and... and do a tour. Uh, record it. Not only that, I'd like to see someone do something on the farmhouses. As the city spread, there was a farmhouse that became subdivided, but the farmhouse is still there. Mm -hmm. And that kind of thing. It's, that's the kind of history that I like. Houses that don't belong in a neighborhood, but yet they're there. Yeah, and what's their story? You know that kind of right, thing. Right, right. You were talking about, um, I think when we were talking on the phone the other day, um, tours. Uh, there's city tour, uh, Moss Bradley tour. I mean, and what they they kind of the, the home tour. I'm talking about grand tour. The grand tour. The grand tour. What's happened to that? Well, we've um, houses are getting more difficult to get because. People are reluctant about opening their homes. And at one time we did, but now with the atmosphere of, of change, maybe the interest is not there. Maybe it is. I just can't decide. It was hard to organize it, in other words. Mm -hmm. There was, oh, no, I don't want to do that. It's hard to get the house because they don't want all that thousand people going through their house. Right, right. It's what sure. the problem is, really. Okay. And, it, it's, and not only that, pure, the West Bluff has always had its own chamber of commerce, its own because we promote that neighborhood. We promote it, we constantly, the Moss Avenue sale, 5,000 people up there. Mm -hmm. All over the country come to that. Maybe there should be a Moss Avenue sale in the Uplands. Maybe there should be a uh, Moss Avenue sale in We wouldn't call that Moss, they'd call it by the their city. street. That's a good idea. Just yeah. everywhere, I mean. Um, you thought about running for mayor? No, <laughs> no. My skin's too thin. <laughs> uh. Well, yeah, that's a good thought. But no, I mean, I, I think there is a feeling in Peoria right now that we need to really dig down and, and, and hunker down and, and make sure these neighborhoods that are still, you know, viable either can come back to life or stay stay strong because that's they're under pressure. I mean, uh, it seems like all the time. But at the same time, the new people that are buying these older homes are doing wonderful jobs with them. Yes, they are. They're renovating them. Mm -hmm. and, um, Which we've and, done several, but... <laughs> sure. And you, that's your business, really. I mean, you, mm -hmm. you've been and, doing that for a while. And the new people that are coming in, their passion's strong, but their passion's for their house. And we have to have a fine... Moss Bradley Association is a way of bringing them all together. The Uplands is a way of bringing them all together. Mm -hmm. High Wine bringing them all together. People come together for a common reason, to preserve the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And we're doing a fair job, but then at the same time we wonder, uh, are we doing enough? There's never enough. Right. But we, um, uh, like the Moss Avenue sale, 
That thing is unbelievable. It, it seems to have grown constantly, and mm -hmm. you walk the length of it, you, you're out of breath by the time you get to the end. And then you yeah. have We live on Mars. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that, yeah you do the whole length of it. We're closer to a university right. going yeah. toward our property buses, on the other end in Sheridan. The tours at the historic site do are wonderful. They stop in front of my building every time and discuss that famous murder right in front of my building. <laughs> you know, we don't want that murder solved. We like it. It's 1947. We like it unsolved. This is the uh, railroad McNair. We've president. got some pictures of that mm -hmm. in the Greenhut Mansion. He's walking home after a Bradley game. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Now he, they shot him there. He struggled across the street and died in front of the house on the corner. Mm -hmm. But I claim him. Okay. <laughs> so the, the bus stops there, discusses that. Now they have a tour about the famous woman in Peoria, which is wonderful. That's a new way of, of um, advertising history. The, the homes of the females that became famous in Peoria. They became famous outside of Peoria. And who, who are, we, are we talking about? Bradley? Betty Fidan. Oh, Betty Fidan. Yeah. Um, uh, Brinker, what's her name? The one with oh, Nancy Brinker. Nancy Brinker. Mm -hmm. All these people. Miss Bradley. In other words, we think we have all the history in the West Blood, but we don't. No. The Uplands has its history. The Knowles has its history. Mm -hmm. Idlebrook has its history. All these neighborhoods are getting their own history now. It's beginning to develop. And um, I hear there's a history of Wardcliffe been done now. Hmm. I'd like to have a copy of that one of these days. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just print. Get things in print. Mm -hmm. Pass them around. Moss Bradley has brochures talking about the houses in Moss Bradley all over. The Grand Tour tickets, which are these nice big fold-out things, mm -hmm. end up on eBay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything that right. is distinctive. Well, you know, you make some, some great points there. And, and uh, Charles and LaDonna Bobbitt are our guests today. And, you know, we, we do these things quick and fast for the attention span of the American people. So we're almost out of time. What's, what's on your to-do list for now through the end of the year. I mean, you, you're looking around Peoria, you've, you've obviously got the, the grandest house in Peoria. What's next for you guys? Are you, are you thinking of a new property or a new plan or what's going on? Well, we already have a second home. Right, right. <laughs> we, we, um, I do a lot, the thing I'd like to do is complete my article on the naming of Peoria streets. I love, I love that idea. And I think it's such an, now keep, don't take me wrong. The new things are called Weeping Willow Lane and that kind of stuff, but not <laughs> our neighborhoods. Moss Avenue is Lydia Moss Bradley. Uh -huh. Sheridan Road is a street in Chicago that the developer said, I want to change this name from Elizabeth to Sheridan Road like it is in Chicago. Well, we did it. Uh -huh. Maybe we should take North Street and call it, what's the baseball, the basketball player? Oh, um, well, uh, Melchiori? No, the other <laughs> one, the, the, the current one. Oh, it's Central High School. Oh, oh, yeah, Sean. Sean, um, Change that name from North Street to Sean Livingston all the way Sean down. Sean Livingston, there we go. Oh, mm -hmm. you, you, name a, you took Woodrow Wilson's name off of a building and put a very worthy, worthy Peorian. When you see more of that. Right. Well, I think it's great. I, I want to uh, give you some, uh, some coverage of that because I was starting to think about that too because those street signs that have a name of somebody that has lost in history, that's a story. And, and you, know, you need to find out about it. Well, we're out of time. It goes fast here, I'll tell you. Thank you so much You're for, for coming along. Uh, Charles and LaDonna Bobbitt have been the guests. Um, hey, we'll see you next time on Tartar Sauce. PeoriaLife.com.